Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Story with Sheridan podcast. It is day one of summer, which means it is officially Stories with Sheridan summer. (laughs) Trying to think of a cool title for the Story with Sharon Summer Stories, which is SSSSS. Totally off the topic, but welcome. So we reached 200 plays. Yay! I am very thankful. I want to thank all of you for listening. And we are at 215. That is amazing. And, you know, I'd never thought I'd get that far with my podcast if it wasn't for me and my dedication to this podcast. And being able to tell the story that I do. And be on the lookout for more podcasts this summer because... These are going to be the official stories with Shannon stories that I am going to be telling over the summer. So buckle up. This should be fun. So today I got to talk with my good friend, Michael, and he and I have known each other since freshman year of high school. And we got to catch up and talk about old stories from the past and really catch up over this past year that we have not really spoken in depth to each other. Yeah, we've caught up on like chat during school, but it's really about, you know, talking face to face that makes you can feel connected with somebody. Since most of us haven't seen each other mostly face-to-face in a long time, it feels weird talking to other humans that are not behind a screen. So I went, when I went back to in-person school, it felt weird to talk to a real person. like, hey, this is you, seeing them not over the screen. And it just was a whole new experience for me. I think it definitely gives perspective on how much we've missed society these days. And as hopefully this summer, the mass mandate will be going down in Minnesota, we will be almost back to normalcy this year, which I am crossing my fingers, eyes, and toes for. And... And on Wednesday, I will be getting my second COVID vaccine, which hoping it goes better than the first time. That is another story for another day. But as I said, it is stories with Sheridan, summer stories. So I will be going into some stories today. That will be interesting. The first one that came in my mind was me doing my one and only play, my two and only plays in high school. 
And high school was an interesting ride, as all of us are. But let me get into freshman year. It was a whole busy freshman year, I gotta say. Went into this new school thinking, what's gonna happen over the next four years in my life? How's things gonna change? And man, it did. <laughs> Try to make sense here, just bear with me. And the plays that I did were hoping to start my career in acting. But after that year, I had decided to not go on with acting for the rest of that career and just focus on my actual life, which I did. The one play I did was Prince and the Popper, and I was a character named Aunt Elizabeth, the aunt of the prince whose father was ill, and I had to help him become the soon-to-be king that he was going to be as the aunt. And let me just say, I had short hair back then, um, and I had this one time before where the front of my hair was red. And I did get in trouble by my drama teacher. And I had to re-dye it brown. But it did look like it was still red in the pictures of that play that were taken. I did eventually go grow my hair out again. That short hair period was... I don't know. I didn't really feel much about it. But I will have a hair podcast, hopefully. That play experience was very interesting. I had my first actual boyfriend during that time who was in the play and very interested. It only lasted three months. So it was a what you call a showmance. And actually, I never thought I'd say that about it, but it was a showmance. And for that amount of time that I dated that guy, it was quite the opportunity to have an actual boyfriend in real life. And I called my boyfriend, but didn't feel like it. It honestly was a showman, and that was it. And the second play that I did was actually the Sherlock Holmes one axe, and I actually played the villain. So hallelujah! The one axe actually were quite interesting as well. And I remember practicing in the health room downstairs at my school, and having the two glasses of like. Drinks being Gatorade. And us practicing me entering 
and exiting and being arrested in handcuffs was quite exciting. I don't remember any of my lines, but that script was lost somewhere. I still have the script from the actual other play, but I didn't for the ones. But I do remember we performed like twice. One was at this theater downtown Minnetonka. And the other was in our lunch room and it was very small. But getting to be at that theater was actually quite nice because it was quite a, it was a real theater, downtown Minnetonka, Minnesota, and a lot of people performed there. So it was, it was nice. It was nice to have a little day performance there. The other one, I believe, was at night. But overall, it was great. And freshman year was very busy. And during the play time over those couple of months, my grades did slip. And one main reason why I stopped acting in the plays because I needed to focus more on academics, which helped me in the long run for my future. And if I recall, I did have summer school after freshman year which made sense because of the grades that I got during that second to third quarter. And I made the right choice. My grades were really good. I only had to do summer school twice. And the other time was after junior year and that was it. But overall, it was the first year was very interesting. But these stories wouldn't be stories if they were stories. And I've taken it back to eighth grade where I actually did my first ever play, Alice. Alice, like Alice in Wonderland. And I played one of the three Cheshire cats. <laughs> Where we had to wear blacks because we were at a charter school. And the tape was our costumes and one big eyeshadow palette I brought was used for everybody in the play. We actually... My school is now at like a different building. But this church building had the auditorium where all the performances was, which I believe is a, my, one of my favorite places to be. But here are two things that happened during that, like during the process of that play that were very interesting. So we have a room, you know, like greenish room where not all of us got ready, but there was the makeup and there was 
there was other costumes, I believe, back there that were connected to like a hallway and there were like stairs leading up to the other offices and this building is like a couple stories high and one day we all were just in there having a debriefing I believe from my uh, drama teacher because I was in drama in eighth grade and this was the main play that we did and we found a lit, well, not a lit, but a smell of a, a match in there. And my teacher was almost pretty livid, I brought it. But we all had to remain calm and hopefully know that this person worked the church who lit a candle of course the candle wasn't lit when it when we walked in there it just was the smell or we just found matches i'm still trying to remember but as i figured it was definitely that that interesting And the second story was in the middle of a play. We were all, there's these two areas behind the curtain. There were hallways. We were in the left side of the hallway, just waiting for our cues to go on. And it's dark and it's the middle of the play. And I, I don't know if I'm going over my lines or reading a book, but I was sitting on the floor like a lot of people have like their stuff. And all of a sudden we hear this crunch. Like a hard crunch. And we were like, what was that? And my teacher goes, what was that? And uh, <laughs> the somebody stepped on the king's crown. It was very sad. And my teacher almost panicked. She was like, okay, come with me. And I'm not quite sure if the person who did it got in trouble, but it got fixed with the tape from our costumes and everything was okay. You did see the part where it was broken, but we were able to fix it. <laughs> so I've had some interesting other stories like when you're a theater kid and you stay after school like many hours literally from like seven in the morning to seven at night then you truly have lived the three to four hour practice after school when it's dark and you finally go home and it's that I remember also during that process, I got asked to the snowball that my school was holding by my first boyfriend, but not my boyfriend yet. He just was my friend before he was my ex-boyfriend now. And I think that was quite interesting to know.
the first and only boy who actually asked me to dance formally. And I took the weekend to think about it. And of course, I said yes. And we had a good time. I remember. And that scam about the pump. <laughs> I should tell while I'm still ramming. But this, this kid, we actually know he's a legend now. He took the rest of the candy from the candy bowl. Because there was candy. There was water bottles. There was a lot of things that would be offered for like $1-ish or, or like $1 peach for like a candy or something. And that was offered and a lot of people took advantage of that. So what this kid did was he He took the rest of the candy and the empty candy box and started going around and selling it to people for a dollar piece. And this student is a legend now because that was a economic choice for this person to do. And I literally got... The kid, the guy who I went to that snowball with, he bought me candy from that thing he was doing. So I was a part of that. And every once in a while, it comes up, and I'm like, I was a part of that. <laughs> Nor why was that involved, but I thought it was pretty funny. Man. I feel like that year was jam-packed with stuff. I mean, there's a lot of other stories that are coming and I should definitely, you know, save some for another time. And I will. And I'm looking forward. To telling them. And since it's summer, maybe I'll think of some summer stories like the tornado at the cabin story and possibly um, stories that are brand new and not told. Like we had our last half day of school on Friday and it was a kickball game against students versus staff and it was quite fun although we had two traders we had a staff go to the student side and a student go to the staff side because both of them were really good at what playing the game that they traded and honestly, I think with our amateur um, knowledge of kickball, we did pretty okay. We eventually got out and we eventually got tired to take a five and then walk back to school. Because it wasn't that far. It was like a 10-ish minute walk from the park to that school. 
or from the, our school to that park. And um, with all of that in mind, with walking, I really enjoy walking with my classmates and talking to them. Because we used to do that at the other school too. We had the pond and of course everybody wanted to see the ducks. And the ducks were a big part of the nature that we wanted to see. And yeah, I mean, a lot of the times two to three classes were on walks at a time. And somehow we all saw this the same stuff, but still thought it was a different experience on the walks. And doing the walks were walking is like a good exercise if you are big into walks, if they help clear your mind, if they're just a good exercise to do. Or if you're not big into walking, it's still a treadmill kind of thing. Because you can still walk on a treadmill. So anyway, this concludes our podcast for the day. Before we end, here is your quote for the day brought to you by... Reflecty. As you know, Reflecty is a self-care app. I take quotes from at the end of every podcast and I say the quote and say if it means anything. So here we go. Just when the caterpillar thought the world was ending, he turned into a butterfly. And this is from Proverb. And I think that is a valid quote right there. Because the caterpillar was in a cocoon and thought his world was going to end. But then he turned into a beautiful butterfly. So through this, we thought the world was going to end because we were running out of water and toilet paper. But as we've learned, just sticking together, getting through, staying inside, not going out if you're sick, has turned us all into better, beautiful butterflies. And I think that is amazing of us. I definitely have learned some valuable lessons from this pandemic, that's for sure. And I am very excited to get back to normal. Anyway, that is it from me. I hope you guys are having a good morning, evening, or afternoon, wherever you are. And I will talk to you guys in the next podcast. Bye.